This is a sort of Star Wars podcast. This is where the fun begins. Back it up, fuzzball. I feel the force. Welcome back to a sort of Star Wars podcast, the podcast that is sort of about Star Wars and sort of about everything else. And I am joined tonight by co-host Melody. Hello. Hello. And special guest hosts, Simon and Rachel Henry. Hey, guys. Hello. Hello. How are you guys doing? Very well. Doing wonderful. I can't complain. Or I mean, I shouldn't complain. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Good. Good. So um, you guys have been on kind of a crazy adventure the last couple of months, so uh, I thought it'd be pretty interesting for people to hear what you guys have been doing. Um, but before we get into all that, first question, um, some get-to-know-you questions, okay? So our audience doesn't feel like you're total strangers. Deal. Our immense audience. <laughs> <laughs> Even though probably most of them know you already. <laughs> probably related to most so. of them, so. <laughs> okay. Are, well, let me start with this. Are you guys Star Wars fans? Absolutely. Somewhat. <laughs> are, are your kids Star Wars Our fans? Our oldest Christian definitely is. Uh, Rachel just had to go yeah. put a kid to bed. Back to bed. Okay. Yeah, so so Christian's 11. <laughs> he is the three oldest girls, kind of, and the youngest two just don't know yet. That equals six total. Right, yeah. <laughs> so you have six kids. Correct. And let me answer your questions. No, we're not Mormon. <laughs> no, we're not Mormon or Catholic. Um, yes, okay. it's all or with, Amish. It, or Amish. Amish. That's true. I, for, I always forget where you guys live. Uh, <laughs> um, yes, all with the same husband and wife. Because <laughs> I, I always get asked if it's all That's with good. the same woman. Um, and yes, all biological. <laughs> oh, and yes, we are done. Okay. <laughs> the most important question. Probably the one you get asked the most. I feel so like you, once you get even to three, people are like, are you guys done? Is oh, you I guys know. Done? So, or, or it's like, so what's, what are you doing? Um, yeah. or, or the are you famous, guys going to move? Yeah, or? <laughs> anybody that's like 45 or older, especially dads or grandpas, it's, you know how that works, don't you? <laughs> yes, that is the classic. Yeah. Well, then we'll just um, go ahead and Rachel can join back whenever she gets back. But I will be amazed if we get through it without a kid interruption over it. And this is just podcasting with kids. That's right. Um, So, yeah, most of the time we wait till like nine or ten at night before we can get some time to to even get a solid chunk of podcasting time in. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. So, Um, okay, Simon. What is your favorite? Who is your favorite Star Star Wars character, and why? Oh man, it's got to be Luke Skywalker. You see, I'm I'm one okay. of those guys that always sees myself as the main protagonist in a film. I recently realized that other okay. people don't do that, but mm. I don't <laughs> yeah. know if it's just my general personality type. But I've always been a Luke guy. You relate to the hero. You think you could just jump in there and you'd love to save the day. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Or is it because is it because your dad breathes heavily? (laughs) I don't know. That that I guess I never thought about that one. Although when it comes down to it, 
Star Wars, you could say Luke or or Han are really the lead guys. So I could be Han Solo too, but yeah. I would I would always think myself yeah. a Luke guy. All right, Rachel's so you're back. okay as long as you're the lead guy. You're good. Yeah, as long as I'm I'm in the forefront. <laughs> All right, Rachel, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, we were just discussing our favorite Star Wars characters and why. Well, you guys were. So, <laughs> Rachel, <laughs> with your kind of fan of Star Wars, who is your favorite Star Wars character and why? Um, Probably Jar Jar. <laughs> Probably Chewie. <laughs> of course it is. Because <laughs> mm, he's snuggly. He's, yeah, he's just pretty agreeable. He's always cute. <laughs> Everyone likes him. He's helpful. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Second second question here. What is your least favorite pizza topping? Anchovies. I mean, other than anchovies, because nobody sane really likes those. I would say, <laughs> other than anchovies, it's what, mushrooms. What oh. is your here? Let me let me Pineapple. change the question. What is the least favorite that you have eaten? Have you eaten anchovies? Yes. Really? Yeah. Eating what? By accident? Or um, I think anchovies. We, I think oh. we didn't know what they were. At a group of friends and I in high school ordered anchovy pizza. Oh, yeah. Yeah, smart high school kids. Yeah, <laughs> let's be cool and an- order anchovies. <laughs> Mushrooms. Um, someone we know, I won't mention who it is, but whenever we're ordering pizza, they always get a very specific order that nobody else will like so that they have the whole pizza to themselves. <laughs> that is would there- be my dad. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna ask if it's like ri- what? nobody's gonna eat this. <laughs> I was gonna ask if it nobody wants the with olive melody. anchovy mushroom pizza. Uh, <laughs> no, with pineapple. <laughs> yeah. yeah, add some warm fruit on there, and we're good. Mm. Uh, okay, and third question: What is your favorite place in the world? Since we'll be talking a lot about traveling, it doesn't have to be that you visited in the last six months. Just what's your favorite place? That you've ever been to in the entire world? Oh man, home is where the heart is. <laughs> home is where you park. Wherever it. my kids are. <laughs> no. Do you have um, that on the back of your camper? Some do. We're not that trendy. Um, I don't know. We went to Puerto Rico together. That was, there was some really beautiful places there that we enjoyed. I mean, the Caribbean is just beautiful. Um. Yeah. That's probably my favorite. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. You disagree, Simon? I'm just surprised. Not your favorite she place. Would say. I don't mind it. I'm just surprised that's what she would say. <laughs> I don't think I've visited my favorite place yet. Out of the places you've been, what's your favorite? <laughs> out of out of the places <laughs> I've been, um, probably mountains of Colorado. Mm. Yeah. We'll go yeah. with that for now. Yep. yep. Nice. That would probably be one of Mel's favorite places too. Yes, definitely. Yeah, either that or Rome. Okay, they're very, they're very similar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious though. No, they're not. No, they're not similar. But that's like the other place that I oh. really liked. Uh, okay. okay. Like, uh... In your mind, they're on the same level. Yeah. yeah exactly. What about what about you guys? Where's your favorite place? Lancaster County. Oh, I didn't know you'd fire these back at me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My favorite place is uh, what we call the swimming hole, uh, which is just like um, a little spot down by the creek at uh, what's now my parents' house. It used to be my grandparents' house on their farm. Um, it's just like a little grassy, woodsy area that um, 
is just a really sentimental place to me. We would camp out there growing up and a lot of campfires and uh, good times there. It's great for swimming if you're under a foot tall. <laughs> that's about as deep as the water. <laughs> I'm not sure that's, that's recommended it. to swim if you're under a foot tall. <laughs> Cora loves swimming there. <laughs> it was fun as a kid to just splash around yeah. and and have fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would say my favorite place that I've ever been is Sarasota. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I think of like where where else? Like I've been, well, I haven't been to that many places. It's the memory. It's the memories from growing up. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like when I go to Sarasota, there's nothing to do, so you literally just sit there and do nothing. Which <laughs> and is that's like, your favorite. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> wow. To do. You're such or an exciting person. <laughs> I mean, no, you can sit there or play shuffleboard or eat yeah, fresh made true. pie. Yeah, or eat. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, true. Now that I'm thinking about it, peanut butter pie from Yoder's and um, shuffleboard, yeah. I, oh, I can man. deal with that. Time yeah. just slows and there's nothing to do. I mean, if you want to do stuff, there's stuff to do. Yeah. Oh, like I did. Ride a tricycle. <laughs> I, I did think of my favorite place. It's uh, okay. St- Star Wars Galaxy, Galaxy Edge at Hollywood Studios. <laughs> you don't like it? What? That's a, that's a swing and a miss, Disney. Really? Really? You think so? You guys haven't been yet, right? No, nope. have not. We're I don't going, think hopefully. I don't think it's bad. I think it's nice. I think if you compare if you compare it as a world that they built to Pandora and Animal Kingdom, it doesn't even come close. Huh. Interesting. We'll but, have to judge like that for Christian ourselves. Was saying, but have you been on the new ride? Not the newest. Not the newest one. one. But I, I've heard okay. great things about that. But I'm just saying, like, the world, the atmosphere. But I think it looks like right. Star Wars worlds in the movie, where Pandora is such a different world. Mm-hmm. It's more exciting to visit because you're like, wow, it came to life. But Star Wars just looks more normal. Right. So it's not as exciting to see it. They but they right. did a good job. They should have done Endor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we'll decide that next <laughs> summer when we go there. So, I think you'll love it. It's my favorite place in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be pretty hard for you to find something you don't like about it, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys decided, what was it, six months ago now? No, nine to... months. Over seven. Well, we decided, yeah, last March. So okay. almost a year. Um, you'll have to correct me, but you sold your house? No, we have been renting since we moved to Florida. Okay. So you're living in Florida uh-huh. and you guys decided to make a major change. Correct. Was it indefinite at the beginning or was there a plan at the beginning? Well, the plan was it was nearing the end of March and we wanted to travel for the summer and we were thinking about buying a house toward the end of the summer or sometime because we've been in Florida just over two years, which is the longest in our married lives. We had rented a house and we didn't like it. And so, um, yeah, so we said, well, if we want to travel, why don't we get a camper and travel for the summer? I um work remotely for a company in Texas. And so I was already working from home and I can work from anywhere as long as we have decent Wi-Fi. And so the last week of May, we left. And in my mind, we were going to do it through like maybe September. And apparently Rachel's okay. mind always thought longer than that. Um, <laughs> and, then, and we planned certain things out. Like in July, we had a few places booked at some of the national parks that get booked pretty early like Yellowstone um, was one and stuff like that and so but and then we knew we wanted to be back in Florida from like the middle of October 
October to the middle of November because our Disney passes that we had for last year were going to expire. So we wanted to use those the last month. And so, so yeah, we took our six kids and started traveling from RV park to RV park. Um, a lot of different places. What, Alan, what did you, what did you think when we left? Um, I, I, the only, I saw it being longer, but I don't think it was for the reasons it ended up being longer. Like I was hoping that once we were doing that, we would end up really loving it and wanting to keep going. And it's more turn into longer just because of not knowing where we want to live and also like wanting to save up more for a house and really knowing where that's going to be. So I think real life decisions have prolonged it and uh, not necessarily the fact that we love living like that. <laughs> can you uh describe to us like when you say a camper like what what kind of camper like how because you guys have six kids uh Uh i'm like envisioning like a it's like one of those that goes on the back of a pickup truck (laughs) yeah yeah like the kind that fits in the back of a truck (laughs) not not quite this is a it's a 2018 keystone bullet ultralight does that mean anything no Oh, the, so much. The bullet. Mm. Yeah, I saw that yeah, it's the in bullet. RV monthly. <laughs> Technically, it can sleep 10 or 11, uh, but that's like if you would also use your table and your couch to sleep people, which we don't do because oh, right. we don't want to have kids yeah. in our main area. So it's a, it's a travel trailer that yeah. we pull with our – we have a 12-passenger Nissan NV, the big – 3500 which we had to change vans because our other van we had the engine wasn't big enough to haul and it's just to get more perspective it's 35 feet long it's got a bunkhouse in the back so all six of the kids sleep in the bunkhouse with a couple bunks mason the four-year-old sleeps on a crib mattress on the floor and mariah the two-year-old is in a pack and play and then at the opposite end of the camper or travel trailer is the technical <laughs> term, is where our little bedroom is. And in between is the kitchen, living area, bathroom, all those things. So what percentage of the time are the kids in the back in the camper while you're driving? That'd be illegal. I was going to say, that's that would be like the, the difficult thing, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> there, are many, my question. yeah there, there are many times we wish they were in the back. But, yeah, I know. And well, it's got slide so, outs. It's got slide outs to make it longer. So when oh, okay. those, oh, when, okay. yeah, when those, yeah, make it wider. When those go in, there's not, there's barely even room to walk through it. Yeah, right. Yeah. So had you ever driven with a camper before? We had rented one camper a year before our trip, and no, it was we rented an RV. RV sorry, so we, we like a drivable. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And um, because we thought, oh, it'll be great. We don't have to strap our kids in. We can just drive, and they can move around. It'd be so much better. And it was terrible. Like they, they felt like since they weren't strapped in, they could just run around while we're driving. Oh, which was yeah. so stressful. And um, sorry, stressful for her. I was just driving. Yeah. She was yeah. the one. That, but even as that you're had, driving, don't you like feel like the weight shifting and stuff like that? And doesn't that feel I mean, a it's just. It, I mean, it's this big. Basically, you're driving like a sail. So I was feeling the wind, any type of wind or anything. Everything. So yeah, the kids and, and the and our littlest was not even a year old, and Mason was barely okay. two, or three, two. Yeah. So they had, we had two really little ones. And we kind of did that practice trip, which was a year before we yeah. did the real thing. So we were glad we did that because it kind of let us know what we wanted 
in the long run, we want to be able to strap our kids down on the long drives and not just be free roaming. Yeah. Yeah. And we knew that we wanted to have like our vehicle because if you camp somewhere for the week and you're in an RV and that's it, you don't want to have to pack everything up and drive the RV to see different sites or go do different things. And so, right, so when, right, we, yeah. when yeah. we were considering, we knew at minimum, we, if we got an RV, we were going to pull our van. But then our like RVs that you drive are way more expensive for less space. Yeah. And the travel trailer yeah. has a lot more space inside. So, you Gotcha. So, you set sail in, what was it then? May? And it's May, January yeah. now. Yeah, May of 2019. The end of May. It was like May 28th. Yeah. Okay. What was your initial like um, plan, like for where you were gonna go? Like, how like, far ahead did you, did you plan? Yeah, like how far ahead of time did you plan your your stops? <laughs> it's a good question because like if you on the way there, if you go on like on, there's a Facebook group full time RV families, and you can go through there, and these people are like, we decided we want to do it, wanted to do it, so we plan two years ahead, and we're like, we decided we want to do it, <laughs> and two months later we were leaving. <laughs> and during that yeah during that two months rachel sold a lot of stuff and then we put everything in storage but we um were in florida and we were going to work our way up the east coast slowly to pennsylvania to do the whitmer family reunion where you guys were in june mm. by the way ryan and i are cousins yeah. we share some part of oh, our yeah. dna <laughs> i should have probably introduced that when when, when i was like <laughs> Our yeah, moms are sisters. Know each other yeah, from a couple of years back, <laughs> I knew Ryan when he was little, and his ears were bigger than anything else on his body. <laughs> yeah, we have a kid like that now. Yeah, <laughs> genetic. All, all my best traits. <laughs> I was so, just admiring her adorable curls tonight after she got oh. a bath, and her hair was like super curly. And uh, I was that comes from Molly, adoring it. Yeah, well. Before we even had kids, I said, I definitely want a kid with cute little blonde curls. So Mm -hmm. I'm happy we got that. (laughs) Wonderful. We had to try four times, but we got one. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it takes. we can stop. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, she was was so cute. We kept going. (laughs) Ryan, you know how that works, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) I just figured it out. (laughs) Uh, Two more to go. I didn't even know you were 45, (laughs) Simon. I know. Seriously. I'm getting, I feel like it. Anyway, so a week, what was it? A week or a week half into our trip, we we changed our plans. Okay. Rachel's mom wanted her to come to her cousin's wedding in Indianapolis. And we were going to go to Indiana after Maryland, Pennsylvania, because we used to, we lived a long time in Indiana. And so we decided to go from Northern Florida to Indiana for a few days. And then... And then across to Maryland, Pennsylvania, and then back to northern Indiana for like a week. And that was all through the month of June. So June was basically ended up being all visiting friends and family and not really traveling to sites. And then the first week of July is one I had booked like a couple months in advance and it was in um, South Dakota, close to Mount Rushmore and the Black Hills and... Um, the Badlands and all that stuff. So we had that week booked and then the second week of July, which was um, Yellowstone. And after that, we had things like penciled in, but nothing for sure. Yeah. Um, so then when we were in Yellowstone, we were we were going to go from there to Yosemite in California, but then we saw it was going to be a thousand miles over a weekend. And on the, with pulling the camper, obviously it's slower. So then in the middle of that week, we decided 
nah, let's go south to Utah. So we decided, so then we went to Utah for two weeks. Um, on our drive from Indiana to South Dakota and then from Yellowstone to Utah, I learned how to change tires on a camper. Oh. Um, <laughs> Good. The first one was at 1130 at night in South Dakota with of course thankfully like the trailer you have tools because you know carry stuff with us but i didn't have a decent jack so that one we um it took a while it was like an hour and a half apparently (laughs) like i had (laughs) i had the i had the jack that comes in the van which was not long enough to raise the camper high enough and so that next week i bought a trolley jack and ended up using it at least twice, twice more. And then the fourth tire I had changed before blue because <laughs> I knew it was going to blow oh, at some point. <laughs> and so, um, so yeah. And then so are we, these places, are you, are you mainly staying with people, you know, or like campgrounds? That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, when we visited friends and family, a lot of times we would park in a driveway and then stay in the house or stay like partially in the house and the camper. But once we started sightseeing, it was all in RV parks um, and we didn't see anyone we knew for a long time. And then we kind of started realizing some of the places we wanted to go. There was friends we wanted to see or whatever. And so if they offered or had the capability to let us park at their house, um, then we took that chance just because it meant more time with friends. Um, Yeah. But if they like some neighborhoods don't allow that or they didn't have the space. So then we'd have to get you know, in a trailer RV park. Um, so yeah, and it kind of shifted. Like, I feel like there was a solid month and a half where we didn't see anyone we knew. And then all of a sudden there was like several weeks in a row where it seemed like we were constantly with people we knew. So it just depended where people lived and where we were going. Mm-hmm. There was a time when we did, we did South Dakota, Yellowstone, and those two weeks in Utah. And then we were in Southern Utah and we were, we knew we wanted to spend several weeks in Colorado and we kept kind of shifting when that was going to be. Because um, we had two weeks in the middle of August. We were going to be in Austin, Texas. That's where my company is. Rachel had a women's event she wanted to okay. go to. Um, so we had a few weeks that were still deciding. And then we realized we were only like seven to eight hours from San Diego. And Rachel grew up there for a few years. And we had really good friends there. So we drove on a Saturday from southern Utah to San Diego. And on Sunday, went to church. And this couple that she had known, they from growing up kind of like a, another set of grandparents to her and her sister. Um, we went to their house after lunch and we realized it had been over a month since we had actually been in someone's house, like a house. And it just kind of hit us when we uh, walked okay. in their house. Yeah. Yeah. How much one, space there one is One thing I house. thought was funny <laughs> was like people knew we were doing this trip and just had fun, like following along on our pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. But once people saw that we were, visiting people that we knew we started getting random emails from friends that live around the country being like hey <laughs> you can come visit us and oh, I was really? like, oh we, we missed it we were like we already went to that part of the country but it was funny like they just it's like they didn't think to do that before but then they were like oh we might right. as well get in on the action so yeah, yeah. We might have to, we'll, we'll have to visit them another time <laughs> um Another detail question that I was curious about. So your camper has a bathroom and a, like a shower and everything in it? Or like, what do you, like, do you usually use the facilities at like a, an, uh, the campground or at people's houses or like, yeah, how like, does that work? Tonight it took us like 45 minutes to bathe our three kids. Yeah. And you guys <laughs> double that. And we have a full bathtub. <laughs> 
Um, well, we we don't bathe our children every night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that that was like the first in, in two or three weeks. Week. So. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's the winter. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And you, the every every RV park is generally has facilities like showers and bathrooms that we like to use, but some of them weren't that great or whatever. So some of the kids would shower in the camper. I think I've only showered in it once or twice. Okay. Um, but yeah, every other time, either I'd wait till I was going to be at someone's house that we were staying at or at the RV park. Yeah. Okay. And one of the things when we were looking at campers, it was a little detail that we liked was that some of the showers, it was like a small bathtub versus just a stand up shower. Right. Right. And so with the, I mean the bathtub, it's, it's tall enough that the two littlest ones especially could bathe pretty easily. And huh. Yeah, for the most part, it was always the RV parks for me. And yeah. and I tried to force the kids if they had to go number two to use the RV park bathroom, but that didn't always work. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, I'm sure that means less stops yeah. and emptying tanks for you. <laughs> oh. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so, you, you usually, just so you know, just a little detail thing, you do always – tend to travel with as try to get as least weight least amount of weight as possible which means you dump your tanks and don't travel with waste right you can just dump them at any local spot right <laughs> like a, like in yeah any i mean just dumpster. Pull any, <laughs> no yeah it's like, it's like, if it's a manhole or a sewage <laughs> vent <laughs> No. It all goes as long as it doesn't place. say no dumping, you're allowed to dump there. That's just what exactly. I exactly. <laughs> no, say any RV park we stayed at, we were hooked up to sewer, so it was fine. That's nice. Nice. So, how many times, if ever, did you think to yourselves, "Why did we decide to do this?" Because <laughs> I feel like if it was us, I would have that thought ninety-five percent of the time. Yeah, you would. <laughs> Um, it was, I didn't, I don't, I honestly don't think I really thought that too much until the end, toward the end of October, like getting into October when we weren't sure where we were going or what we were doing. I mean, the whole time we pretty intentionally were praying about where we were supposed to move next. Um, cause like I said, I can work from anywhere. And so nothing really came up. There was one thing that came up as a possibility in Oklahoma, which was not even on our radar when we started, and that but that was the only thing, and it fell through. We there's a house down the road from us that's for sale. <laughs> Does it have an RV Consider hookup it. that we can? Uh... <laughs> yeah, there's like six RVs on our road. So <laughs> I was gonna say that camper might be an Airbnb when we're done with it. <laughs> but sorry, go ahead. No, I think yeah, same thing. Like. We, we were very intentional about and we knew why we did it and we didn't have any regrets about making that choice. It was just, uh, yeah, once we were further into it and being like, oh, well, now that we're this far, what's right. next? So Kind of like when the vacation kind of ended and it was like, I feel like over the summer, it's more like a vacation. And then once the summer ends, it kind of gets like, you feel like you have to have more of a direction. I don't know. Kind of like, yeah, yeah, more stability and routine and everything. Yeah. Although right. we will say that we, I think from the beginning we tried to make sure that we didn't call it a vacation to the kids. We called it a trip. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, just because yeah, since we we do homeschool. Sorry, Rachel homeschools the kids. <laughs> um, uh, like they still had to do a lot of days. Would do at least a little bit of schoolwork because I would need a few hours to get my work done and and my work kind of shifted. I do recruiting. Um, 
of tech talent, like software engineers and positions like that for a company in Texas. And we were on a hiring pause for a few months where we weren't allowed to hire people. So it actually made my work very different um, in a good way where it didn't take as much time. And so for a few months, it was kind of a perfect time to travel. Okay. Um, so I was, we were able to probably do more things than if my work was in full swing. So what's like a normal day in the camper? Like you're, you're working in there and the kids are having school in there and the two-year-old is <laughs> making noise in there and you're trying to make lunch and how's that, how's that all work <laughs> with eight people? So first of all, first of all, there has... I could not tell you what normal is in the camper because there is no normal. Like That's true. there's never been any, any two days that have looked the same or any okay. two weeks that have looked like everything has been different, but Simon leaves, he goes to Starbucks or Panera and we'll okay. work there. Yeah. So I usually did like the, the most routine we probably had was the month we were um, close to Disney at an RV part because it was a whole month at the same place. Mm. So it was like, I'd get up early and I try to leave before anybody else was up, go to Starbucks till about lunchtime. And then um, the kids were doing school then because we're back. It's October. And then I get back. We have lunch. And either then or after Mariah's nap, we'd go to one of the Disney parks for the rest of the day. <laughs> so that was our life for three or four weeks. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, in the summer, summer months traveling, uh it was pretty random. Like once we get to a place and could see what was around there, then it was kind of be like, oh, what would if we're not going out and sightseeing today? What's a normal day at the RV park look like? Yeah. And so, the, but then there was you know a couple days that week we wanted to go see things, and so um, yeah, it's pretty pretty up and down for people that are that absolutely love routine and doing the same thing every day. Those types of boring people. Um, <laughs> Simon, this probably isn't the life for you. <laughs> Yeah, it could be. I mean, if you're really intentional, you could definitely make a routine that you're doing the same thing every day. It would, you know, it's like everyone's different yeah. and different people could still do this. I think for us, like, I don't know, it's really hard to have discipline because of the randomness. And mm. so, I mean, like if someone had a video of us in the camper for a day, I'd probably be so mortified <laughs> for them to see what life is like in the camper because it is chaos a lot of the times. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that's probably most parenting anywhere. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, like like little things like there's no place for like for me to sit and put my feet up, which meant other than our bed. So I'm like, if I want to just be able to relax for a few minutes, I'm in our little bedroom laying on the bed. And then but then I don't want any kids to come in and bother me. I just want right, to be alone right. for a little bit, which which is tough. And so, yeah, 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 there's really no alone time yeah. for anyone. Which has been kind of rough. Yeah. Yeah. That leads into a question that I had about like, yeah, like any like hobbies that you guys do to, that would be kind of normally in a normal situation, uh, like alone time. Like I sew like at night or during naps or whatever. Um, and I make ceramic unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo I do I love your Etsy shop. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was curious, yeah, like how either for yourselves or for the kids, like your hobbies or your time that you just want like space or whatever. Like, how do you do that? Cause I feel like you don't really get the the space or the time away from people. And you also, I feel like don't really have space for things like that. Like I couldn't take all of my sewing stuff into a camper. Um, so I was curious how that works with, especially with kids, um, like your oldest ones 
are kind of at that age where I feel like they could probably be into sports or whatever. Like, how do you um, accommodate all of that uh, equipment and stuff that could come along with hobbies? You can't. Can you play hockey in the <laughs> camper at all? Yeah, a hockey. <laughs> we haven't tried yet. I did. I just got a little mini. I just got a mini basketball hoop, and I attached it to the back of their door a couple of weeks ago, and so they can <laughs> nice. shoot hoops in their room, which is really nice. fun. When the door is yeah. closed nice. or open. Uh, and they do have rollerblades. Like we have some outdoor stuff that we okay. keep and um, so that they can do it outside. But really um, some of those things like rollerblades, then you have to have really good surface like right. concrete or whatever. And a lot of places this summer didn't have that. So we probably could have done without those. But um, hobbies. And, and the rollerblades, she's saying that because they are a pain in the storage area. <laughs> They're everywhere. Uh, yeah. But not like bikes or stuff like that. We did take bikes too, which I mean, we were glad we had sometimes, but also probably could have done without because we didn't, because we have such little ones still, we didn't maximize, like some people go and bike for hobbies and like, we still have kids that are too little. So we didn't really use them like we should have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One of the things that was very specific when we were looking for a camper was our bedroom had sliding doors that it closed. Not like you can lock them. But it's like for mommy and daddy private time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like so play checkers and that, stuff? Or? Is yeah. that whatever they call it in Lancaster? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but like at night when the kids are in bed, I mean, even just watching something on our iPad together. Right. Uh, we did that obviously in bed because it's much more comfortable than the couch that we can't put our feet up. And so. Yeah. yeah but any hobbies that take up stuff like, yeah, I didn't bring any sewing stuff or she's not copying email she sews too i, I know I well that's what made me think so, yeah. of it because i was like i know rachel had sewn it some at one point so yeah i was yeah. curious about that um and the kids they were we gave each kid a, a box for the end of their bed and whatever they could fit in that they could bring okay um nice. which they've kind of let them overflow at some points but i'm like it's your bed no it's, as long as it's there <laughs> So I would actually say, though, most of the things that they put in those boxes, they've hardly touched. Okay. Um, the things that they have used more are like drawing and coloring, those types of things. They've used a lot more than any of their toys or little knickknack hobby right. things that they might have. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Like Happy Meal toys. They're the best, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yeah, I was. <laughs> I love was, them though. <laughs> I was also curious, like wh- what the what it looks like um, traveling that way in the summertime versus the wintertime, because like you said, like you can use some of that stuff outside, and I feel like it would be with kids kind of important to have that outside space to just let them kind of run and stuff like that. Um, not that we love our kids running even in our house, but um, yeah, versus like wintertime, I feel cooped up even in our house sometimes. So. I'm, curious what that feels like (laughs) in a camper yeah i feel like uh in in the places where the weather was nice like not too hot or not too cold we definitely were outside a lot and it made life really good we had a couple weeks in texas in august that was miserable and that's like the same thing as it's like either really hot or really cold you're just kind of stuck inside and that's a lot harder yeah um so do you have Wi-Fi in the camper or do you have to get it wherever you go? 
Now, a, a lot of RV parks will advertise it, but just so you know, if anybody's listening and thinking about doing this, when they say free Wi-Fi, that usually means like only at their office. Uh, <laughs> and so, and then there's a lot of the ones in Florida, which are you know heavily utilized in the winter by seniors, that senior citizens, not seniors in high school. Um, <laughs> they, 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 you can like purchase and it's really not that great. So, right. but there was every once in a while, we ran into one in a little town, Helper, Utah, where it was the fastest internet I've used anywhere <laughs> and from our, from our camper. And so if I had to for work, I, you know, can create a hotspot with my phone. So we right. did that a few times. And so it just, it just varied, but that's yeah. probably the most frequent way that we did that. I feel like but, we would like oh, try to like make our kids color and do origami (laughs) sculpt things but like they would get tired of like even like oh not our kids you mean our kids like rylan the one who has an entire closet of craft stuff and never stops using it yeah but the other ones i mean they wouldn't like we can't get them to do that in a half hour church service well eh, they're getting better at that I don't yeah. know. I think yeah, that has a lot to do with age. Yeah, that's yeah. an age thing. They'll get more into it as they get bigger. Just think about it. Christian. Our oldest is eleven. He doesn't do as much Tw- color. Yeah, but t- twin <laughs> girls, Sayla and Jada, that are nine, and then Adria is seven, and so those four would usually stay up, and the youngest two, Mason, who's four, and Mariah's two, would go to bed half an hour to an hour earlier at least. Okay. And so we they color then. We could play games. Sometimes we'd watch a movie together and that type of thing. Or the so, Cosby Show. Yeah, we did. You know, for all the the negative things about Bill Cosby, if you go back on Amazon Prime and watch the first season or two of the Cosby Show, it's really good for families. And so, um, so stuff like that. Um, campfires, if we are at a place, those were probably our favorite memories yeah. was doing yeah. campfires. But a lot of places don't allow it, or we were there at the wrong season, so it was too hot. Yeah, there was, and most of them, like when we were at Yellowstone, we did, but you had to, you know, purchase bundles of firewood for five or seven bucks a piece and then we finally went to after a couple weeks in texas in august we spent a week with friends in oklahoma and then we finally got to colorado for three weeks and the first week we were there we like literally 20 yards from the rio grande river great location perfect weather like 70 during the day 40 at night had a big fire pit and unlimited firewood Oh, nice. wow. She was just the lady. Yeah, the lady in charge was just like, oh, there's the pile of wood. Take what you want. And we had some big fi- we had some big fires those nights. Yeah, it's like a thing so, in national parks, right? Like you can't use anything from the park. Like you can't just like pick up leaves or sticks and stuff and throw them in a fire. Yeah. And you can't bring firewood from like other places because stuff right. that lives on that wood might. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, stuff like that. So that that place was really good. That's awesome. So, and De- where what town was it in? That was Del Norte. Del Norte. If you're saying it correctly, it's Del Norte. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Colorado. What if you're saying it incorrectly? <laughs> well, no, the locals there said, "Yes, yeah, derives from Spanish. It's Del Norte, but everyone here calls it Del Norte." Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, so you knowingly say it, so you knowingly say it wrong. Okay, right. that's good to know. <laughs> so, what was um your biggest we'll say blunder like what was something that like you thought was gonna be an, a great adventure and we're gonna take the kids and they're gonna love it or and and then it just everything went awful or what was your worst experience what was the worst part of your trip 
I'm, I want Rachel to go first because I would <laughs> I don't know. Rachel just sees everything so nice. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I I was pro- I was always paranoid about the tires blowing on the camper after yeah. the first one. So I was like always bugging him about if he checked the tire pressure, and then. Um, By the way, I'm sorry. I need to tell you this. There's a few times I said I did and I didn't. <laughs> I just like you to. I would like to get that out there. Wow! Thank you for confessing. The truth comes out. (laughs) But I changed every time. No, there was one time when we were driving from Yellowstone down to Utah. We stopped at this, you know, rest area, big rest area, and gas station and stuff. And these guys had this tire place, and they were driving around their golf cart. They obviously didn't have any tires to change at that point. And they came up and they looked at my one tire and they're like, mm, got, or it looks like you got a spare on that one side. You want us to switch it out? And I was like, oh, no, don't worry about it. It's actually a full size. And they're like, okay. They came back like two minutes later and like, um, this tire right here has a, a little little bulging in it. You want us to change that one out? I'm like, oh, no. I thought they were trying to get business. I was like, no, it's fine. I've got a jack if I need to change it. Because I just thought, oh, these guys are just trying to make right. some money. Yeah. Less than 30 minutes later, that tire blew. And so um, I was just glad to know those those were honest guys not cheating me. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's a, a little bit of a blunder was I should have listened to the Hicks in Utah and let them change my tire. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, those were like the most unexpected moments. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think if there was anything. Like- um, Rachel did not enjoy me at the Grand Canyon. Um, <laughs> so obviously we have six kids, and our children, just like yours and everybody else's, they do stupid things every day. Right. Um, and the Grand Canyon has like this mini fence, and then you know hundreds of feet down. And I just thought for sure I was going to lose a child that day. Oh, yeah. Like I would not there, be able there's to There's no way. That. I, one of the <laughs> I was that. like one of these kids is going around. I'm I'm not like that normally. You know, we let them roam and do their thing, but I was just we went to the north rim where it's like woodsy okay. around the Grand Canyon and I I was just not enjoyable and she like she's like you're yelling at the kids. I'm like it's better I yell at them than they die. Yeah. And yeah. so I probably should have taken a chill pill that day. <laughs> well, yeah, I, mean, I, I was fine with being cautious, but it was just it was like you're being mean instead of like protective. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that was us on our most recent trip out to California. Yeah. We had to do like an attitude check uh, halfway through that trip because we were like, this is supposed to be enjoyable for the kids. And it is not because we're just yelling at them all the time, <laughs> trying to protect them, you know, yeah. keeping their best interest at hand. But yeah, making it not enjoyable. <laughs> Luckily, kids are very forgivable. Oh, my goodness. They're ridiculous. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Is there anything else that like? No, like when you're emptying the tank, the it didn't like explode and <laughs> blow sewage all over you oh, or anything like gross. that. No. I saw that in a Thankfully, movie. no. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, it was in that movie. Robin yeah, Williams. Everyone suggested that that Robin Williams RV, which is such a like when it comes to movie making, it was it's not very good. But yeah. Um, we should watch it again now that we've gone. We watched it before our trip. We should probably watch it now and we might <laughs> yeah. find it funnier. <laughs> Reflect back I on it. I think we find it extre- extremely unrealistic. Yeah, probably. I'm pretty sure we found it unrealistic before. But no, there wasn't anything major like that. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. That's good then. Yeah. Um, We have a couple things about different towns you've been to. Okay. What town had the best food? Oh, I mean, we tried to, it's one way you can save money, right? Is not eating out. Yeah. We like, 
ate on the cheap, like probably that one that had McDonald's that one time. <laughs> <laughs> that's a right. That's a yeah, racial joke. Yeah, that's like a uh, another thing. Like, do you cook most meals inside the camper? Um, so ours has it's like it's called an outdoor kitchen, but it's got storage on the one side where you can pull out, and it has a burner. But that whole thing with shelving broke on probably when we blew that first tire in South Dakota and we hadn't used it yet. So we didn't get to use that and we still don't use it. Um, but there is, yeah, I know. So we were planning on using that a lot and there's a, um, a gas grill that hooks on the back that hooks up to the camper propane. Okay. So, you know, our best meal is wherever we could get good steaks that I could grill. Um, Overall, overall, we did a lot of just like in like frozen food meals for the um, kids, especially. It really wasn't the greatest eating in the camper. Like I would make chili and mac and cheese, or okay. you know, like it was a lot of really basic stuff. Right. And, well, um, you don't really want leftovers because you don't have right. any room in the fridge for them. Yeah, it's yeah, a really small true. fridge. Um. So part of the routine when we were going like a week, a full week at a place, and then the next place was that on Saturday night when we got there after we set up. Um, either the whole family would go or Rachel will go with a few of the kids and go to the cro- the closest grocery store, get some food for the week. And also each of the kids got to choose a frozen meal for that night, you know, which they absolutely loved. And they were like a dollar each. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it was, it's not a bad, you know, they have, they're like 99% sodium, I think. But <laughs> yeah. Christian at 11 years, Christian at 11 years old thinks that's, banquet brand Salisbury steak and mashed potatoes is the best meal in the world. I remember being that exact age and thinking that exact thing. We'd have those 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 Salisbury steaks so often oh, on yeah. Sundays. And yeah, I remember like fishing through that container of sauce to find that last Salisbury steak in there. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like, or or you go for the one and you realize there's no more in there. It's just the sauce that's left. And then you're upset. You just got to drink it. <laughs> yeah. So there was, yeah, there, I would say in Austin, we spent two weeks there in Austin's. We got to eat some good food there. Mainly the, the place where I work, their office, they provide all the food you could ever want. Oh. And so we ate there a lot. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, a small so, perk of working for a tech company. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So, um, what was the favorite town that you visited? Yeah, we didn't spend a lot of time in actual towns, but we did when we were in Durango, Colorado, Simon actually found like an online uh, scavenger hunt that you walk around the downtown area and look for certain things. And that was a lot of fun because it got us to walk around with purpose and like it was long, like we walked, I don't know how long the distance was, but the kids never complained about the walking because we were we had a purpose right. and right. we were like looking at things and it's things that they probably really didn't care about, but it was like a game. So yeah, it right. was, was kind of cute. If you, yeah, and it, it was, it was actually just through, ended up being through Groupon. Like if you just Google scavenger hunt and then a city and they have them for almost any, especially major cities, but even small ones, like popular tourists. Yeah. Places. Yeah. Cause Durango is a pretty, pretty big on the yeah. tourist location, but um, yeah. And so you had to go through and, hit markers in the downtown and stuff but durango is really cool um if we had more if we could have stayed closer to there our campsite ended up being like 20 30 minutes from it but durango was really cool and and the del north the one we already said but that was mainly because our campsite the kids just got to play like in the woods and the trees and everything all week 
So those two were really cool. And then two different times um, we were, I would take the kids like into the city. Like we were, I took the kids into Dallas, downtown Dallas one day and there's a free art museum there. And then I like found other touristy places that I could go to for free with them. So that was really neat to walk around and see those things. And then downtown San Antonio, we did the same thing. There was like a really great park and kids area downtown. Um, And then in Austin, I took the kids down to the public library there and we walked around the city a little bit. So doing those things was fun. You don't see like a lot of the city when you have little kids, but just like going for one thing was was kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And Rachel really was doing that by herself. And also in Austin, she spent hours upon hours in Target because it was a hundred plus degrees outside in Target's air conditioning. <laughs> I was going to say, did you have one of those so, like ropes that everybody had to hold on to while you're walking down the street? <laughs> no, we just hung out in the kids department at Target. Yeah. We just figured if we lose one, life's a little cheaper. And so no. No, I'm just kidding. No. When when you guys were traveling from place to place, did you try to find things to do also like during that time or was it just kind of like get from one location to the next uh, as fast as possible and like don't worry about in between? Generally, we just drove from place to place because mm-hmm. driving any more than like 10 minutes off the interstate was added a lot of time. Yeah. Um, I think the only place we really stopped like on our way, well, two places, we stopped to see the Jolly Green Giant statue in... Uh-huh. Blue something Minnesota. It was in Minnesota, I think. Maybe. <laughs> it was like literally right off the highway, and so we're just like, okay, this is quirky. We're gonna stop and see this, and then um, we did change our route to go to Devil's Tower in Wyoming, which was definitely worth it. But it was like our route was still along that way, so it wasn't a big detour. Yeah, um, that's cool. But mm. yeah, so generally we had such long drives, we weren't stopping off to see things. Yeah. And how did you guys pass the time when you were driving then? Like, how do you, yeah. What was your like best or favorite way to pass the time while you were driving? Um, I'm going to plead the fifth so I don't incriminate myself. (laughs) Did you sing 99 (laughs) bottles of beer on the wall? Exactly. No. Um, I, I did with the trailer. I drove every single mile. Um, Rachel didn't want to. And I said, okay, but for the kids, Obviously, like having an iPad where you can download movies that they can watch and we just have a simple like slide it in holder that goes on one of the headrests so they can all see it. Um, They do have for the most part have Kindles. So we let them have time on those. And usually on driving days, they would have to do like one or two school lessons before doing any of those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it actually ended up being our most... um, those are probably our most normal days when we would drive. You wanted normal because we would have this routine of um, they would do their school and maybe have to like read part of a book okay. and then they could do screens and then we'd stop and they could do a movie and then it was like listen to an audio book for a while. Like there was just those things that you kind of rotate through. Yeah. That what about get for you your younger Yeah, the biggest two. I was going to say those yeah. two are troopers like for mariah the amount that she sat in a car seat (laughs) yeah and that's so true i don't know she just i guess she entertains herself some she there was never any time that's like was like a major crying or screaming fit with her no and i mean you you do if it's to a certain point like we would get them out for a couple minutes or like mason and mariah could switch seats because they're both close enough to the same size so just like changing it up like that would help them to be distracted. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, dri- you know, and, and you know, if you're driven any distance, like now with listening to 
podcasts or books or listening to TV shows on your phone. I might do that. Podcasts. What are those? Podcasts. <laughs> I have one good podcast I've, I've heard, been listening to. I've heard, I've heard rumors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know even like when we have gone on trips, uh, we've almost planned our day of traveling around where the Chick-fil-A's are going to be. <laughs> so we can be like, okay, we're going to get there at like 12. The kids can get out and go to the play area and it'll be great. Yep, we'll stay yep. in line for half an hour. Get some germs. Yeah. And then we'll be sick the next day. <laughs> That's right. And, but at least we had... Oh, it builds your immunity. That's yeah. right. That's right. We had like 10 minutes of <laughs> us just sitting there eating while the kids were playing. So it was worth yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We definitely did that a few times. <laughs> What at, that, was... at that McDonald's, you mean? <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Chick Fil A, McDonald's, yeah, whatever. Well, we can I will find. tell you that McDonald's play places are making a comeback, and my guess it's because of the competition of Chick Fil A. Yeah. yeah. What about the outdoor play places? You don't see many. Yeah. What of those state anymore. was that? There was a certain state where there was a bunch of uh, play places at Burger Kings, McDonald's. I don't. Remember I think it was state. Utah. But what we saw in the, like really southern Utah um, were like the six door trucks. Or SUVs where they're yeah. customized and they add another row and doors. I'm like, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> the Napoleon Dynamite. Because if we had one of those, we, if we had one of those, we could have a fifth wheel camper. Mm. Oh. Uh, so. What was the friendliest town you went to? Other than Lancaster, Pennsylvania. <laughs> they haven't been here yet. Oh, yeah. you guys should come. <laughs> I know. We need. We have a basement next summer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> As long as you don't disturb my all-night podcasting. (laughs) Deal. Christian can help you with it. He's got so many questions about the Mandalorian. I was going to say, we could just talk Star Um, Wars. I'm trying to... We would be... Friendliest Town would probably be based on the RV park, like how the people treated us there, because that's usually the most interaction we would have. Um, There was one nice place in... um, Canaraville, Utah, which was a super small town, and those people were friendly. And um, in Tucson, Arizona, there was really friendly people. We were like the only family, and the rest were probably retired people. So, and they were really nice to kids. Which in Florida, it seems like people, old people are mean to kids. Oh, so, really? Not all, but it's like fifty-fifty. They either absolutely love and want to see kids, or they don't want to ever th- think or hear about kids again in their lives. Yeah, you really, it's a toss-up. They're like we came here to get rid yeah. of our families. That, that yeah. place nice. We came to Florida exactly. to leave our families. Don't be bringing your families down here. You can't have children. You cannot live in Florida until you are retired. It's illegal. <laughs> they're gonna. They're trying to make the whole state fifty-five plus. Did you know that. <laughs> Because oh, there's all these communities and, and the housing communities or RV parks down here that are 55 plus. Yeah. So adult communities. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Such a strange term. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I agree with both of those areas. And Helper, Helper Utah, they were nice. You guys spent a lot of time in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> That's just, what I'm gathering. It was two weeks, but it were they were my favorite weeks. Yeah. We, we didn't really do anything. <laughs> what did you say? I said they found it at home then. <laughs> yeah. I know we weren't we weren't strange to have six kids. Yeah, that's true. Oh, here's a hack, a, l- a little life hack with traveling with a bunch of kids like this. So if you do go to church, get to the place and find a bigger church, like on in Sunday morning that has at least two or three services. And you take your kids and you check them in for the first service, and you don't pick them up until the end of the third service. I'm sure those so places you loved can, you guys. You can you can have coffee and hang out, go to one of the services, 
go do your grocery shopping and come no. back. I'm just <laughs> we didn't leave. And if you go to a big enough church, they have grocery stores in the church. That's <laughs> <laughs> very true. That's it's very all true. the free coffee you want. So, yeah. That's right. Now, some some of the towns we were in, um, they just didn't have a big enough church, but we definitely utilized that in a few places. Yeah. There was the one church then that we went to, and the day that we went, they happened to have like a kids service where the adults were supposed to go with their kids to the kids church, and we're like, oh man, <laughs> no, yeah. Where's the thanks, next closest church? Don't was, say the name. What was that Durango First Baptist? Thank you guys. <laughs> do you have any li- Do you have any listeners in Durango? Uh, most uh. of our listeners are in Dur- Durango, um, and they go oh, to Durango okay. Baptist. Durango First Baptist. Thank you. They actually just stream our podcast straight to their church. That's website. their Sunday morning oh, service. Man, I, I mean, there are multiple reasons I'm not Baptist, but that just added to the list. <laughs> Rachel keeps hitting me. <laughs> so, did you have any other questions you want to ask? Do you have a washer and dryer? How do you do laundry? We do not have. Yeah, how many no, outfits we don't have does a washer and dryer? <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, that is a good question. Like, when I mean, we, go ahead. Our kids' dressers are packed. Yeah. Yeah, ours. Our kids' dressers were packed too, and I would go through them periodically and felt like they wore all their clothes, so I didn't get rid of any. And then when I went to pack for this trip, I was like, you can have eight tops and eight bottoms, and then you know, like a swimsuit, a jacket. And then shoes. And that made me realize how many extra clothes they had because it was like, wow, you really <laughs> don't need more than this. For laundry, I we try to get everyone to wear their clothes at least twice, if they're especially if they're not dirty or longer. And then a lot of R V parks have their own laundry room that you have to pay for, just like a laundromat. So we would do it there. Or if we're visiting people, they would usually let us do laundry there. Um, so yeah, it's it's a lot of clothes though, even with not only having that yeah. many. It adds up. Yeah. I feel like we are doing laundry constantly. Well, I we? feel like Mel. I feel. I feel like there's always laundry. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. That's a safe way go. to say Mel doesn't fold the laundry all the time. Usually, we're digging through it in the morning. Yeah. But hey, at least it's clean. Right. We have to dig through clean laundry at least. Right. Yeah. We. Yeah. So I know we were just trying to clean out our like uh entrance closet that has all the our shoes oh, in it and we're like we need to like have like a shelving in here or something and we pulled all the kids shoes out and there's like six thousand pairs of shoes i'm like so where many. did these all come from <laughs> so many so oh yeah. that made me think of something because mel asked earlier if like traveling in summer versus winter and i i honestly yeah. don't think with our size camper and how many people we have i don't think it would be possible for us to travel full time in the winter because of the um, extra clothing that you need for that yeah like swim swimwear is one thing because it's smaller and flip-flops and whatever like you can jam it in places but if we had to have snow clothes and winter coats and boots it would we wouldn't have no space so that's just a logistical thing so you just have to make your way south for the winter (laughs) that's why we are in make those those 55 plus people (laughs) deal with it that's right (laughs) um so a couple maybe two questions to to finish us out here um what ha- is your current situation plat slash what's the plan slash is there a plan <laughs> that is a great question and i feel like we touched on it a little bit throughout yeah. here but yep. um, yeah so when we landed in the orlando area for that last month as it was the same time we the only thing that came up like i said was this opportunity in oklahoma and then 
which a month before that wasn't even an option, but it fell through. And we're like, all right, well, we thought we were going to move to Oklahoma. Now we're not. So we don't know where we're going to live long term. We like the Orlando area and down here in the Fort Myers where we live, this general area. We have a lot of good relationships and everything. So um, we've just been praying about it. And then we started looking at houses. We're like, oh, we'd really like to save up money, um, some more money before buying a house. And so, and we're just not sure if this is where we want to be long term. And I think that's kind of our next step as we've lived a lot of different places, had different experiences. Our next place we would like to be someplace that's like that's home for a while. Um, but obviously we, we live by faith and whatever God wants us to do, maybe that's not what he wants us to do, but so it's really open. And so we're going to live down here in the camper through the next couple months because it's great weather, except for this week, we're living yeah. in our friend's house because they're gone for the week. <laughs> yes. We're, we're nice. the official house sitters, <laughs> which is really nice. They have a nice, you need to find th- more places like that. Yeah. Yes, thank, thank you so much. You should to advertise Amy. for house sitting. We and should. See if you could just make your way through Florida sitting. House That's true. Hey, do do you want a husband and wife and their six children, eleven and under, to watch your house? I mean, I feel like that's an automatic. Yes. Stock your fridge, and we'll do it for free. That's true. That's true. Don't even have to pay us. In fact, so, we might pay you. Um, Rachel has very strongly suggested she doesn't want to live anywhere with winter again, but okay, and you know, not a cold winter, like yeah, yeah, like like Lancaster, Pennsylvania, that'd be a little cold. Yeah, I was gonna Uh, say I could see it's almost middle January and it hasn't got below thirty nine here yet. Oh yes, it has. Not very long, but it has. (laughs) I was gonna say I feel like that would be uh, difficult to 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 not feel that way after traveling yeah, yeah. to so many places that like you see such a, a diverse uh, mm-hmm. uh weather or whatever versus like no. here it's just like i feel like i get used to it and then when i realize there are places that are not this cold it's like uh-huh. that would be really cool but. Yeah, oh true. one thing that i just thought of that i hadn't thought of before in the last seven months how many date nights have you guys had <laughs> That's a good question. I don't think we got any. We don't include, I mean, we, uh, we don't include closing the doors to the <laughs> RV or to the camper. Right, right. Better. There's no, okay, no checkers, okay. Did we ever go out when we stayed at friends' houses? Um, we had talked about going out when we stayed at friends' houses, but then. Nope, nope. In, in, uh, in Colorado Springs, in the middle of September, a friend of ours said we should go out, and we went out and got, it was in. Remember Bonnie watched the kids. Thank you, Bonnie. If you if you listen to this, <laughs> yeah. shout out to Bonnie. She watched the kids, and we yeah. Well, my, her husband yeah, her husband Michael was away that night, and she watched all of them and her two oh, kids. Wow. <laughs> yeah, even with four, I feel like we have to split them up for a date night. So yeah, did we at all in June when we were seeing people? I don't think we did. I don't think we did, and then we didn't have one again until we were back in Florida. Did we? I think I think <laughs> we may have when we were at my parents once too. I think. I think my, my parents, at least somewhere in there. So let's just say over the seven months, just like a handful of random times um, yeah. where, we were, where we were able well, to get together. If you guys want a date night, come to Lancaster. My parents will watch all the kids and we can go out on a date night. <laughs> Double dates with the Well, fans. the other thing was there was there were multiple times we got the kids to bed and we could just be the two of us by the campfire for a yeah. while. Yeah. And that was we, – we wanted to do that more, but it was hard to get – with all the kids in the same room and the younger and older kids. 
So yeah. I, don't um, really I think that's something. And I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's. You, you know, mentioned that's about uh, that you wanted to save up a little bit more before buying a house. Was that at all a factor in like doing all of this? Was was that like what? Were you able to save money by doing this or was it actually more expensive because you'd buy the camper and like all that <laughs> stuff? Um, it's a good question. I would say because of where we live, so we're like Southwest Florida, Fort Myers down to Naples, it's very high rent. Like okay. rent here is just really high. So our rent was very high. Yeah. Um, and so we knew because Rachel even posed the question online to the full-time RV families page and people were like, no, you won't save money. I'm like, Rachel, they don't realize how much we pay right now. And so yeah. I would say we didn't, we definitely didn't um, lose money because we, okay. there was times that we did special things that, you know, are going to cost money. We got to do, you know, horseback riding at Yellowstone and stuff like that, that we wouldn't normally do. That's going to add up cost. Right. But um, overall, we definitely broke even or save money. Neither of us is the type that we track our funds as closely as we should, which we're changing for 2020. <laughs> and so, um, but it definitely didn't add costs to us. Now, you know, most people have a mortgage or rent they're continuing to pay while they travel. And we did not have that. Yeah. Right. So be- because we didn't have that, that opened up a lot of, which was part of our decision process. Like we thought, well, since we're not going to have our rent payment or our utilities, like the camper and the newer van kind of took the place of those things. Yeah, so we sure. kind of just made the exchange. Yeah. Yep. So, so, okay. Another, I, I keep thinking of these questions that I didn't even write down. <laughs> what, how do you get mail? Oh yeah. That's a good question. What's your like residence? Like where's your home residence? Does, do you have it sent to your parents and they open it all and tell you what it is? And... <laughs> that's illegal, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> You've written permission. So the first thing there are like websites and things now that you can uh, use that they're supposed to scan your mail. Well, it's and called a digital mailbox. Like box. a digital mailbox. Okay. And that just didn't work that great. So we just went and ended up sending it to our friends. Actually, the house we're staying in, this is where all of our mail gets sent. And <laughs> so if there if there was anything that seemed important, she just took a picture and texted it to Rachel. Yeah, most of the mail we get, we just put right in the shredder. <laughs> Except McDonald's coupons. <laughs> <laughs> Or we did miss having those Arby's coupons. Yeah, Arby's. I, I miss Arby's coupons. <laughs> Arby's? Yeah. Like, yeah, because they, they have always the have the good. <laughs> yeah, they've they got do. the meats, man. And a roast oh, beef sandwich meats, yeah. with the cute with the coupon is way cheaper. <laughs> I like their smokehouse brisket. Well, those nine-year-old twin girls like their roast beef. So <laughs> nice. Well, we have an Arby's close to us. So yeah. If wow. That's like a draw at all. Oh, that could man. be our date night. <laughs> Mike there and Margie go. will watch the 10 kids. We'll go to Arby's with some coops. <laughs> go to the yes, Arby you Lounge. you guys get the coupons. <laughs> Just hanging out. We'll take some rook cards with us or some wizard yes. cards. Perfect. Uh, okay, so last question for you guys. What has been your biggest takeaway from the trip? I guess for me, it's it's. I mean, it's kind of just keeps one thing leads to another. It's like... I was hoping that this trip would just change certain things about like character qualities in myself or the kids or just like kind of make us better people by force where it's like you don't have as much and you're so close together that it's like you just have to become nicer. Mm-hmm. And that didn't happen. And I was so <laughs> <laughs> um, at least not that I can see yet. I'm like, maybe 
maybe there's things that I don't realize we've learned and I won't realize them until we're not in this season anymore. Mm. Um, but just like by nature, living with less and just living differently, like hoping that that living like that can affect the kids. And, um, right now they're a little bit resentful because they really want to be in a house. Yeah. And so I'm just like trying to talk to them about being thankful in any situation and being faithful with the small space that we have right now. So that we'll be faithful and smart with the big space when it comes. And yeah. they're just have, they're struggling with that. The oldest three, I think want their space. Yeah. yeah. It'd be interesting once, uh, you guys get a house to see how the kids act. Do they all go off to their own corner of the house and get their space and not talk to each mm-hmm. other? Or do they continue being in close quarters and like hanging out with each other close by and stuff like that? That's true. Be interesting mm-hmm. to see what happens. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've always, you, I was going to say, I've always prided myself in living differently or just doing things differently, which is obviously what we did. And I want to, I think we both agree we want this type of travel and doing these things to continue to be a part of our lives in some manner um, as much as we can. So I think for me, I wasn't really sure if I like it, but I did overall really enjoy just getting to go different places and see new things and just experience the world and different people. And so for me, it's that continued emphasis on doing those things and giving our children an in a positive way, I think an abnormal childhood. <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> and I think I, I, I fully think as they get older and are more mature, they will look back on it and cherish it and appreciate it more than they do now. Because as most kids, they just kind of want to be like everybody else. And I'm like, when you get older, you will right. realize how much more fortunate you are to not be like, you know, for example, those kids that didn't leave their home state until they were 17 or whatever. And so right, right. Um, just one small example, but continuing to have that be a part of the way we grow and develop them. And I think is a big, a big takeaway for me. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. Good takeaway. Yeah. Both of those are mm-hmm. things that, uh, things that I didn't really think about with that, but that's really good. Yeah. I think, yeah, your kids being able to experience many different, even even just within the United States, so many different people and cultures and yep. scenarios and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, we went as a family on a five week trip, just like out right. west. You and your family. Yeah, me and my yeah, yeah family, that's right. Uh when I was in eighth grade and I still have many memories from that trip and that was many moons ago. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. That's cool. Um, cool. Cool. So before we go, I always do a random Star Wars fact of the podcast. Mm-hmm. So We'll do that quick, and then uh, we'll park this RV. <laughs> we would be honored if you would join us. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. As you wish. Okay, I know that you guys might not know who these people are, but but uh, Billy Lord is an actress in um, the sequel trilogies. The most recent uh-huh. Star Wars movies. Yep. And her mom is Carrie Fisher, who played Leia. And so in Rise of Skywalker, Billy Lord wears the very same outfit that her mother wore in Return of the Jedi in 1983. And they even styled her hair the same as well, just to, as an homage to her mom, Carrie Fisher. That's cool. Interesting. Yeah. I think you made that yeah. up. 
<laughs> Could be. <laughs> Fact check me, Simon. <laughs> And that is your random Star Wars fact of the podcast. The Force will be with you, always. So I'm not sure what happened here, but we lost about the last minute of recording of our conversation with Simon and Rachel. And so basically, I just wanted to say thank you again to Simon and Rachel for being on the show. Your story is awesome. Maybe one day Melody will convince me to take a trip like that, maybe way down the road but thank you again guys for being on really appreciate it had a great time talking to you guys and for the listeners i think simon and rachel said something about being on the podcast was like the best experience of their life or something like that uh somewhere around there but um and then basically we just said bye Bye. see you later alligator